hello, hello, hello. Oh, what? What? You okay, I'm all right, darling. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know? I'm doing good. It's been a blessed and holy week, as always. What time to be alive? Honestly, I mean, Miss Rona's still kicking around, but we're edging closer to freedom, uh, maybe? Closer, day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour. Sounds like a really crap Shania Twain song. It sounds like that song from Rent, that one song from Rent that I know. <laughs> That's um, one more you... Rent song than I know. <laughs> no, you'll know the one. I'm not about to sing it because I don't want the listeners to turn us off after literally about 30 seconds. But you know the one. 525,000 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Rent. Is it? A little tidbit for you. Educational as well as informational and entertaining. Come on, music fear a queen. Please don't ever cuss me like that again. That's so hateful. If it's not Jersey Boys or Grease or High School Musical or Camp Rock, one, not the second, then I'm not about a musical, I'm afraid. I'm very uncultured. Tell the listeners you're straight without telling the listeners that you're straight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't even have a retort to that because (laughs) the truth. Um, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do you know, tell the listeners what they're listening to. (laughs) I don't know if I do, you know, but fuck it, whatever. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Hi, listeners. We love you. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, gather around and welcome to another glorious, beautiful, and blessed episode of our podcast, Crunchy Drag. A RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast brought to you by two cousins who love to talk shit, have a laugh, and most of all, obsess over drag race. So get crunchy and have a kiki with us as we recount the latest episodes of one of the most sickening television shows in history. I'm Raven's overworked spray tanner, <laughs> but you can call me broke. My name's Annalise. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had to cover my mouth because I screamed <laughs> into the abyss just then. Wow. Hey, Raven's overworked spray tanning equipment. I can't believe you're still standing. <laughs> I'm, I'm shook. <laughs> I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. <laughs> uh, I took way too many of Raven's beatings. <laughs> I don't believe that she's released any spray tans. Leave me now. Oh, my God. Gosh, the script x oasis x crunchy drag you love to see it the cultural reset of 2021 it's saint tropez and saint tropez and more no i'm gonna stop now i'm gonna stop now <laughs> wow um <laughs> that was i can't gorgeous. believe we're still talking about raven's tan a week later um <laughs> I'm not a joke, just a fact, but you can call me Chris. I like that. I mean, it was cute of the way that you just tried to say that you're not a joke when we all know that life is just one big joke, including you and I and this podcast. That was too real. And also the reading challenge was last week, Annalise. Oh, am I late? (laughs) I'm living in the past because that's where my comfort zone is now. No, I was just like, she's she's reading the children today. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling feisty. <laughs> I bet you don't want to see any more fucking H&M either. 
No more fucking H&M. <laughs> oh, my God. Drag Race has provided us with so many moments this year. Oh, honestly. Um, welcome to another week of Crunchy Drag. Today, we are reviewing, recapping, reliving, just going through the motions of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 2, Episode 8. Which, I mean, let's just get right into it because honestly, uh, yeah, emotions. We've got a lot to talk about. I was scared so many times during this episode. Girl, I was fired up by it all. That's why I'm feeling so feisty today. Uh, it was delicious. I'm fired up. I feel alive. I'm fired up. That was a little <laughs> girls. Uh, not even a girls allowed. Oh my gosh, I said girls allowed. That's a, that's a Saturday's song. I mean, um, you know, anyone who wants, who's listening to this, if you were working on Drag Race and you're choosing the songs for the series, that's a song that you could have chosen um, instead of other choices. Uh... <laughs> Choices have been made. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's get to the top of this episode. So the queens have just come back into the workroom after Sister Sister's elimination. Aww. Um, mm. It's really thinning out. I was like, oh, wow, it's, it's really, it's looking empty. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. I mean, Sister Sister was an excellent filler queen and now that the the villain the rightful villain of the season has gone there's a big there's a big gap in the in the aura and atmosphere yeah i'm just kind of like okay then well shit's getting gaggy and everyone's starting to look at people who don't have badges um and poor ellie is in the firing line at the moment um once yeah we have we've seen this before of like her saying to the queens like you know like i think well of everybody and this is the top five that i envisioned but did you guys see me here and every i mean and it's just like okay we're getting another dump on ellie moment like she was asking for it with that question it's just like the fateful question i, I truly feel that the producers are always just in ellie's ear asking like telling her to ask these loaded ass questions because they know that it's about to be a shitstorm <laughs> bless her she's done this several other times through the series where she's been like um guys do you think that i'm shit and i shouldn't be here and they've all been like yes moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ellie. she's going through it like every single episode she has to ask this bloody question and every time. each time the girls are like it's a competition and we want to eat you alive um yeah. <laughs> um then we have this uh london queens versus the scottish queens tee up which i mean was a great act one gun for um what would what would happen at the end of this episode and go into next week um Ooh. yeah um taste was being really really confident um having sent sister sister home and i was really nervous because i was like oh there's a lot of confident taste right now and does that mean that you're going home next <sighs> stress <laughs> nothing but stress sweat beads rolling down my forehead yeah and then the stress kind of continued into the new day in the workroom when the same topic of conversation of ellie ellie has no badges (laughs) (laughs) we get it you got no gems you got no badges i'm like 
I'm not laughing at Ellie because that's got to be a hard position to be in. But like the girls are just not giving her a break. They're not taking their feet off of her neck. They're literally like, you ain't got no badges. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, Ellie has to mention, like she gives a little rousing speech. Like you will not underestimate me. This is like her Disney Channel movie moment, like standing up to the mean girls. And again and again, and Bimini's like, we'll prove it. <laughs> it's giving Lizzie McGuire. I can't. <laughs> um, Root enters looking like Black Paul McCartney. Um, oh, <laughs> it was hateful, wasn't it? That wig. I'm. Who keeps... Where do they source these wigs, and why do they keep giving them to RuPaul? Are they trying to kill us? Am I? I might just be really uncultured. Does anyone know? What is the reference with this? What is that reference? Lord only knows. I put Austin Powers come Birkin bag exotic material like python skin. It was just, I don't know what, there's some kind of reference, but we're just too young. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The narrative for every Drag Race series like in the US, like the cast is too young and don't understand Michelle and Rue's jokes. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely though, I feel like in the US it's just been on for so long that the queens have been like Aquaria watching it since she was like what ten, something like that. As she kept kept telling us, (laughs) I'm young and I won. Like, (laughs) I mean, well done, wig. She did. (laughs) She she did. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, Maybe we can revisit that because that was a moment. Rue announces this mini challenge, the Mask for Mask singer, which I love I, it. I cackled a little bit. Um, and Rue asked for the queens to get into macho drag, and absolutely no one got into macho drag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to see what on earth this bunch of drag queens' interpretation of Butch would be and um, choices. I kind of loved it in a way because I was like, do you know what? Fair, like what Ellie said was right. Like what is masculine and what is feminine? So I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I thoroughly was obsessed with taste and Bimini and and Aurora (laughs) in this, in this performance. Like it was, it was horrifying. Taste was committed. (laughs) I've never seen someone so committed to (laughs) a performance. To that Iggy Pop, Mick Jagger, like, role play. I was digging it. It was great. It was so awful. It was a car crash, but I couldn't look away. It was amazing. Lawrence terrified me. But that bedazzled pinstripe suit was a moment. Mm -hmm. Just giving you little just reminders, like, like, I'm Lawrence Cheney. And I'm here here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. (laughs) The one and only Lawrence Cheney. It's my turn this week. So <laughs> your gig. <laughs> Fuck my drag, right? Do me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Ahura saying, just to confirm, I've never heard of Lady Gaga. I <laughs> was cackling, cackling. Oh my gosh. Um, I felt like anyone could have won that, but I thought that the main people that were doing it large were definitely Taste, Bimini and Ahura. Um, 
Which but. is why when they announced Ellie Diamond as the winner, I was like, how patronizing. Are they doing this just to give her a win? Because, you know, it was Tace's to win, I think. Rigor Morris, girl. It was Rigor Morris for sure. Bolshezy. Yes. Rigor and Morris were both running around in the workroom that day because I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, Ellie was giving it a bit, but this was definitely a plot device for what would later on. <laughs> Baby shenanigans were afoot. Yes. Um, Rue announces that this week's maxi challenge is a comedy night celebrating love, uh, and the queens are asked to build their sets around relationships love and dating um i mean in 2020 like read the room rupaul that's me <laughs> who is dating well people are dating and it's going well for some people that's true that's true hate that for them <laughs> <laughs> why can't you just be miserable like the rest of us how hateful Oh my god. We love love. We love to see it. Love, love. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Oh, oh, it's gorgeous on the runway. Oh, I love it. Oh my god, that was so horrifying. That was Lawrence in that pinstripe suit. That's what you were giving me. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, RuPaul disappears um, and. I don't know, probably went back to that wig factory where we got that wig from. Um, I hope that they gave a full refund in kind. <laughs> um, and then we go to the role divvying. Um, and, I mean, it's just drama, 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 isn't it? Like Start to finish. So Ellie has the power to choose uh, who is going to go where in the running order. Um, And she observes Bimini and Lawrence as the comedy queens, uh, with Tate and Ahura being the quote-unquote weaker queens. Um, Which I was like, okay, wow. Um, It was giving, like, no filter. Like, again, we've seen Ellie having no filter when she was talking to RuPaul by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you putting, like, some respect on my name? Like, it was very much that. She didn't realise that she was... Yeah, she places Ahura first to open up, um, herself second, Bimini is third, Lawrence is fourth, and Tace is closing the night. Um, And as soon as that was said and done, uh, chaos ensues. Absolute pandemonium in the dancery. It was beautiful, wasn't it? I loved it. I was witnessing a tornado. I was like, is is, is this a lot? Would you be pissed if you were placed first? No, because I'm funny as fuck and I'd kill it. I mean, if you go first, you're kind of setting the tone, right? So if you're good, then excellent. If you're not so good, then you've got it out of the way. You could just sit there and have many, many sleepless nights thinking about how awful you did. Um, nah, I don't think I'd be mad if I went first. I'd be flattered. That is the energy that you want. I feel like if you're funny, you're funny. Like Exactly. It doesn't matter where you're going to go. Like, believe in your source, baby. I can see why they were pissed. I feel like everyone's insecurities were jumping out a little bit here. Like, it was just like, okay, fair enough. In some ways, historically on Drag Race, we've seen the first person can sometimes bomb. (laughs) But sometimes we get, like, 
strategically people will put themselves first because they're opening up the show and they're like nailed it done let me sit here and watch everyone else burn yeah i think everyone is just scared of being like a pheromone for like oh 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 aren't we all scared of being pheromone i mean no absolutely not i'd love to be pheromone to be honest like just to be that iridescent every day would be gorge for me but i see what you're saying i see the points points have been made points have been understood and agreed with yeah ahura and lawrence are absolutely pissed with ellie big big mad i've never seen lawrence so angry i was like i was like is this what it's like like in the dressing rooms of like (laughs) a small scotland (laughs) nightclub and like there's like four queens getting ready for like tonight's show and lawrence is pissed like this is this this is an insight (laughs) (laughs) it truly must be because it was like out of nowhere because as we've just said like if you're funny you're funny and Lawrence is fucking funny so I really don't understand where this misplaced anger has come from like sure you might be a little bit annoyed like "Mm, that was shady but I don't know if they know that they're in a competition like I don't know if the BBC fully explains that this is a competition and these people are your competitors like why are you mad though why are you mad though why are you mad, though? <laughs> Come on, Morgan McMichaels, yes. Eternal legend. <laughs> but really, why are you mad, though? Because you would have done the same, would you not? Like, Yeah, I mean, like, I get being a tiny bit, like, annoyed, a tiny little bit pressed about the order, but I feel like sure. I personally would probably get over it and just be like, like, take the taste and taste who literally is like shitting herself about doing a comedy challenge is like girl it is what it is like literally just move on exactly that like keep it stepping like you're gonna do what you're gonna do and if you flop yeah now you've got the convenient excuse of being like it's because i went first because i went last but it is what it is just be funny tell some jokes exactly where are the jokes where (laughs) <laughs> um i did cackle at yikes on a bike <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be using that one i was like well done ellie on a bike and then the queens are ready to go off to do some rehearsing um but before we see the queens go to do some rehearsing yeah let's take a little break sure treat ourselves Treat your father 2011. Honey, I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I wish. Just kidding, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> Hiya. Oh my gosh, Laganja entered the chat. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Oh, that was very strangulated. Oh, God. <laughs> Cardi, forgive me. <laughs> Let's get... <gasps> no, I'm joking. Uh... Let's get crunchy. Let's do that, huh? Come on, season six. Let's get crunchy. <laughs> that should have been our jingle. Oh, regrets. Laganja definitely needs to be an all-star six. So we can hear her say, come on, all-star six. Let's get sixing. 
<gasps> if not, then I want it to be re-recorded, redrafted, rescripted, all of it. I mean, we'll see what happens because I'm sure they love to do some kind of nonsense with the All Stars format. They're like, there's a queen that has never done a challenge before and we're bringing her back for the 14th time. Honestly. Although, GGB, GGB, can come back every single All Stars. It doesn't matter. More of GGB, please. Please, we love you so much. (laughs) Confessional queen of queens. Cat queen, every queen that you want. But you can call her Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Welcome back. We're just jumping back into this episode. Um, And queens are heading off to do some rehearsals with Alan Carr. I love Alan Carr so much. Like, I feel like there needs to be more. We need the the Alan Carr show needs to come back because he deserves. On a level. Petition Channel 4. Honestly, like some great moments. Bring that show back. Give him another show. Just give him all the shows. Give him give him more gigs. All of the gigs. <laughs> um, let's just like flip through the rehearsals because I mean, they don't, I mean, they're just there to kind of make us feel nervous about our faves at the end of the day, aren't they really? <laughs> yeah, absolute mindfuckery for no reason other than entertainment. It's like everyone did all right. Bimini, of course. Bimini Hive, once again. Shout out to Bimini Hive. We eating real good. Um, honestly, really space Bimini. Um, <laughs> did brilliant in rehearsals. Everyone did okay, but needed some kind of notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that was about, that was it. That was rehearsals. <laughs> Next. Next. Although, what on earth did a horror say that cringed Alan out so badly? Like, oh, the she, mystery. She uses it in her actual set as well. It's the gaping assholes. What? Were we watching the same episode? Because mine was still, like, bleep, bleep, bleep. I didn't hear a damn word that was said. Yeah, but you could just kind of tell from the from the, the build-up to the joke, no? I, I Am I alone? It's, it's definitely gaping assholes. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's gnarly. <laughs> when she said it, I was cackling like a witch. Like, li- look, look. I was a witch tonight because I was creasing so much. <laughs> the gaping, I know that it's the BBC and it was meant to be like, you know, a little bit more PG, a little less blue. But that had me in stitches. Everyone was so, like, I was like, what on earth could it be? Because even later on, when the judges were like, I, it's the BBC, like, you're going to need to tone it down. I'm like, it's, it's Drag Race. <laughs> like, the B- that's on the BBC for being so foolish. <laughs> exactly. It's, like, it's more like, what were you expecting from a bunch of drag queens, baby? Right. Like, hello? <laughs> Come on there. Um... It's then a new day in the workroom um, and Ahura and Lawrence are basically in their misery corner. Um, <laughs> not to be confused with the queer trauma corner, which the show usually has. No, instead, these two were very salty still. They were Veruca Salt Baby about Ellie Diamond. They were so pissed off. They were real ritzy. Like, it's a new day, darlings. Like, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's the same life, and you're still caressed 
like a shirt. It was very funny for me as a spectator. I like to, you know, view other people's misery on my Thursday evenings. Because <laughs> I too am a witch. Come on, witch coven. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? Press paninis all over the gaff. Like, <laughs> It was press it was on nails. Press as fake as press on nails. Hey, baby press, girl. Press, press, press. Cardi gold, get more press. <laughs> press rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, the girls were pressed, but I mean, it's coming up to top four. I would be, I'd be losing my shit as well. I think I would. Um, if I'm being completely honest, everyone is losing their minds a little, small, small. Yeah, but in the words um, of Latrice, "Good God, girl, get a grip, grip, <laughs> please." Um, this week's queer trauma corner, we have uh, <laughs> Lawrence and Tace um, talking about love. That's another song from Rent. Is that the same song? Seasons of Love. Oh, it is the same song. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Seasons of Love. There you go. I wasn't even talking about that type of... What is that song? That's the same song where they're like, you know, 525,600 minutes um, and something, something, blah de blah blah And there's a whole lot of words in between. And then the ending is like, talk about love, love, love. Um, and that's the end of karaoke and the end of this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go and die now. <laughs> but back to queer trauma. <laughs> back to queer trauma um and it's like a little light on the queer trauma more on just the everyone can relate to love being a bit shit sometimes trauma um where taste opens up about dating a guy who uh she fell into a bit of a whirlwind kind of situation ship mm. um then had sex and didn't uh use any kind of protection uh, and contracted not one but two SCIs. Um, this is, I feel like, a commentary on the UK state of sexual health education because <laughs> kids are out here just making those mistakes still and will continue to because there's just like severe, like, taboo and lack of any kind of conversation around sexual health in schools. I feel preach to the choir. I went to a Catholic school. I mean, and the school was not that Catholic. It was, <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a very crunchy school. Catholic but, by name. Exactly. Not by association. Okay. I saw some things in that school. It was an all-boys school as well. I saw some things. Mm. But we never got taught anything about sexual health education, like, at all. So That's um, outrageous. Yeah. I mean everyone kind of knew like but I mean I grew up watching TV a lot I grew up on Footballers Wives at the age of like eight years old I knew what a condom was iconic for you shout out to Tanya Turner and throwing that used condom at the TV I'll never forget that Footballers Wives was so iconic (laughs) that was your show honestly um but it's, yeah, it's really sad and it opens up a conversation about uh, insecurities um, and Tace, who is a supermodel, like you can't fault her, she is a supermodel, um, is actually quite insecure about herself and her looks and everything. Never would have um, guessed that at all. And I guess that's maybe a testament 
to and a sad realization that taste is just very good at faking it or not maybe not faking it but projecting um their ideal their idealized self yeah i think so like i think when she steps out on that stage that she's like i am I'm no longer taste. I'm not. I'm no longer boy taste. I am taste the queen because I think everyone kind of forgets as well. Little side that taste's real name is actually taste, which is like part of her joke later on in the stand up. Ah, uh, yeah, taste, yeah. tea, taste, tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we go to the runway. Um, runway is wearing. <laughs> wearing uh, a red hair and I love I love it just looks so good with red hair more 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 of the ginger please it does look good just a metallic dream of some copper hair and a golden gown looking amazing there and then also we have the wonderful Michelle Visage Alan Carr and the iconic Dawn French. She looks darling as well. She looks so good. Just so like adorable, but also beautiful and funny and talented. I'm just like an adjectives and adject. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> she is everyone's mum at a you know work the world tour in the Grand in Clapham. Like she is that gorgeous <laughs> mum that everyone falls in love with. There's always one. Yes ally of the queens are getting ready to get up on stage for their stand-ups and the audience are buzzing i wish i could say that (laughs) sentence and being serious but instead they were inflatables um damn covid again it was really like jarring to watch like not jarring in like the slang way it being annoying it was just very like jarring to watch it without an audience because you realize how much dead air there is during stand-up it was painful yeah I was like oh okay like the audience really do add something to to these performances like the stand-ups like definitely oh um let's flip through some highlights um, of each queen um, first up was Ahura um, what did you think of Ahura's set? Um, she looked incredible like stupendous confection looking 100 um, the jokes were <laughs> I don't even know if they were jokes so much as like just instructions like the life and times of a horror but i was entertained i really was (laughs) i was thoroughly entertained it started off a bit like meh to me and then it just got better and better and then like maybe it's because i i understood that i mean i don't understood like i don't understand like that but like i actually got that she was saying gaping asshole through the bleeps and so it just made me scream every i like i i laughed even more because alan carr had literally told you don't <laughs> set, don't use that it's a bit too a bit too on the nose 
and she just went for it anyway. So I was cackling. I could not stop laughing. It was um, so vulgar, but so, so funny. Yeah. And her, like, physical comedy is brilliant as well. Like She's a funny bitch. Yeah. She's she's overlooked, obviously, because she's the, she's the nut queen. But she's got a lot more going on there. For sure. Ellie Diamond is up next. Uh, strategic move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um I thought she started off right. Like she thought that she was, she seemed like pretty strong. And then I usually quite like when like the nice, like charming, sweet queens lean into like this dark mm-hmm. side. But the whole dirty diamond thing felt a little bit, it just felt it was bizarre. It was funny, bizarre, and then weird, bizarre. And then the judges were loving it. And I was like, where is this going? It was the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that Twice in a row, yeah. It was absolutely deranged. But I just, I think because I was so confused, I just enjoyed every bizarro second of it. Um, I mean, she looks stunning as always. RuPaul was absolutely screeching her head off like a parakeet in the corner. It was... <laughs> hilarious i think maybe i was laughing more at rupaul in the background screaming i was definitely laughing more i think at the judges not not to take anything away from ellie because she had some like really good yeah for sure it. i was just like i was like this is really bizarre and it, it was like by accident bizarre like i don't think i don't <laughs> think she intended on it on being that funny in a weird way when she was just like up next and the judges were like wait yeah. what <laughs> It was absolute chaos, and y'all know me, I thrive on chaos and disorder, so it was a yes from me. Oh my gosh. Um, Bimini Bon Boo Lash. Bimini Bon Baddie, as she is now forever known. Yes, Bimini Bon Balenciaga. Absolutely, adore everything about everything that we're about to talk about. Just like the layers that this queen has, the layers. There's like oh, ninety six layers. Greg's pastry on the sausage roll, like absolutely the depth of it. A vegan Greg sausage roll, oh, my yes. ad. <gasps> we should. Oh, I hope we get sponsored by Greg's. Can you imagine we get a Greg's Stop black card? It. Stop it. Oh my god, this is what dreams are made of. We've spoken it out into the universe and the podcast, and uh, the universe and the listeners are listening. So, <laughs> can you imagine pasties on deck? Oh on my gosh, deck. we'd live. be sick of it after about a week. But I would like to have those kind of rich people speak for yourself. <laughs> 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 I live for a vegan sausage roll from Greg's. Oh, anyway, Bim Bombo Lash. Um, there are too many highlights. Like literally, I was like, okay, re- replace RuPaul and just call it Bimmy Bumble Lashes Drag Race from now on because hello, thank you very much. Please. Honestly, when she opened with, you know, like you're all looking really sexy, make me wanna dismantle the patriarchy. I was like, right, so crown her yeah. now, <laughs> the queen of the people, Princess Diana reincarnated. She was just like strong throughout and like. It's true, like, when you see a comedian who's, like, really confident, it makes you, you you're, 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 you feel like, oh, I'm in good hands, I'm going to laugh here. This is going to be good. Definitely. I was just, I was loving it. When she said, what did she say? Oh, when she was like, oh, yeah, everyone thinks that millennials are just about, um, you know, sex and 
yoga and eating brunch. I mean, and I mean, word. I... <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, "I love getting pounded whilst I would of eating an avocado." <laughs> oh, honestly, the voice of the people. This is what I'm telling you. <laughs> This is what I'm saying, multiple multiple layers. Like, this is literally, if there's a queen that should be crowned right now, it's Bimini Bombudash. She's giving you layers. She is the future of drag. She is, like, just everything. Bible. Every, everything, everything. Like, that is a queen. And even out of drag, they are incredible. Like, just everything they say it's just spot on it's never ever like cutting shady it's like it's shady but it's truthful and it's a bit fun facts you didn't like facts facts of facts they speak the truth um yeah i I mean i was just like all right there's there's no need like (laughs) she's dead already you've (laughs) killed her you've killed the stage no more i can't laugh anymore um well that's good then because out comes florence yeah. <laughs> Was that too much? Oh my God. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I mean, it started off kind of good and then it went a meh in the middle. It was after and... Big and Poofy was my nickname in school, and after that, where were the jokes? The jokes. Yeah, the, like the beginning, like with the camel toe and everything like that. I was like, it started off strong, and I think it ended all right. It was the the shit the shit sandwich that she was talking about earlier on. She yeah. did it herself, I think, a little bit. Like it was just a bit. I think she lost herself a bit. I think she's got in her head, and she was like, "Oh shit, top five. I've got to make. I've got to make the top four. And she just, I don't know. Yeah, out a bit. took us on a very long winded country road tour of. Uh, coming out story which it was you know it, it was charming and it was lovely and I always love to hear a coming out story even in the format of a stand-up comedy but um, good golly it took a long time together a long long time a long time we're watching an edited version so I'm like was it longer was it shorter was it scarcity um, but yeah I was like it's, it's, it's it was like an, it was a it was a safe it was the same thing for me. I think yeah, it was. Agreed. Um, Tace is closing the show. Um, and I think she had a decent energy. I I was very surprised. I was so terrified this episode because I don't want to see Tace go yet. I just want to I wanna see always want to see more of Tace. And so I was really, really scared. But I think she pulled it out of the bag. I, I thought she actually rose to the occasion. Mm. Um I did feel like she does need a cooking show because her <laughs> explaining how to make these toast should be that's that's reason enough to pay TV license. I'm I'm sure. BBC, that's on you. <laughs> what did you think? I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I mean, the the dress. I was like, my jaw was on the floor. It was so beautiful. Um, and then I kind of didn't really hear the beginning because I was like, oh my God, she looks amazing. Um, and then when I did eventually zone back in, when my two brain cells had a word with each other and were like, babes, come on, we've got to do a podcast in like two hours time. Um, she was funny. Like she, I want to hear all of her stories. I would pay to sit down and listen to all the stories that Taste never finished. 
Um, <laughs> That's a concept, a stand-up right? tour, unfinished Taste stories. At me. We'll discuss. Oh my gosh, you could be a, a, you're a comedy tour producer. Come through. Never sleep on Annalise Elizabeth Gyllenhaal. You're not letting go of that Gyllenhaal, are you? <laughs> what do you mean letting go? We're betrothed, hon. Wow, Gyllen. Does Jake know that he's married to you? I mean, if he's read any of the 10,000 DMs that I've sent him since he joined Instagram in, like, 2018, then he should. But if not, that's on him, isn't it? I've tried to tell him. <laughs> Men. Um, <laughs> whilst you're going to take a break to DM uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, let's take a proper break and be back in a moment. <laughs> Hi, baby. Hola, honey. Hola, honey. Ciao. <laughs> yes. I love how, like, bilingual we get at the very last part of every episode. <laughs> I know. It's just a little je ne sais quoi that we give to our dedicated fans who have listened this far, you know? <laughs> oui, oui, madame. <laughs> <laughs> They're sick of us. They hate us. <laughs> Um, do you want to do your BTS shout out? It's usually around the time now, isn't it? Oh, sure. That's so kind and generous of you to finally accept it that this is a BTS uh, drag race crossover podcast. <laughs> it's been a truly blessed week to be an army, you know, like big hit. Just give us content day in and day out. We just don't have a second to breathe because it's always new gorgeousness that they're releasing on their YouTube like we don't deserve. The Grammys are next Sunday, so... I mean, let's be real. They are probably not going to win, but just to be nominated for these fake-ass awards is very iconic for them. Love that. <laughs> I didn't even realise that the Grammys was next week, and I love, like, watching the awards because it's always, like, trash. Um, and, I mean, the Grammys ain't been shit for a very long time. Yeah, but nothing. I like to keep up, but I had no idea that it was actually next week. Um, it must mean that Beyonce, Rihanna, and many other people that I care about aren't releasing music right now. And they are. <laughs> yeah, um, true. Well, actually, no, Beyonce's, Beyonce's nominated for some, actually, because she's, she's still nominated for some of the gift. Anyway, this is not a Beyonce podcast. Um, BTS, you... really okay. quickly. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> thought that that Dynamite song by BTS, I thought that it was yeah. a Maroon 5 song. <laughs> you <laughs> don't understand how much my blood is boiling right now. That is basty. Adam Levine could never. Go to listen to that. Grammy nominated Dynamite. That, that song that was on the Samsung advert for months and months and months, getting into all of our ears. Listen to the chorus of that song and tell me that that's not giving you Adam Levine. It's giving you, it's <gasps> it's post Moves Like Jagger era. You know how Maroon 5 would always have the same song that they would release every year? Yeah, they fell off big time. It was giving me that, that. Jungkook. Jungkook is somewhere in his luxurious apartment in Seattle, rolling around on the floor, screaming. 
Oh my goodness. I'm not saying Army, I'm so sorry. I'm not saying it's not a cute song. I'm just saying it was giving me Maroon 5. I really was I was convinced. I was like, I'd hear it in adverts and I'd be like, huh, okay, cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I'm gonna listen to it with fresh ears like five more times tonight just to give it the streams, you know. Um, but I will I will be listening and I will let you know and you're gonna see me outside the window because <laughs> we're gonna have a word. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> let's jump into this runway. It's a, it is a it is not a BTS podcast, it is a drag race podcast with hints of BTS sure. in it. Sure, Jack. Um, <laughs> um first out on the runway. Actually, first of all, sorry, let's jump into this runway. Um the category is stoned on the runway. Love it. Yeah. Logan just somewhere very upset right now. Um <laughs> uh, first out is Ahura. I was obsessed i said yes the rupaul hair like loved everything about it it was it was conceptual come on ivy this is this is this is how you do an ivy look it just it is i loved it a yes from me dog it was gorgeous it was oh she just looked like a beautiful chandelier like in Beauty and the Beast, where Lumiere became a person, like, this is who we should have been. Like, they did Lumiere dirt. Um, absolutely gorgeous. I want to swing from that chandelier. And that's on scene. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Up next is Ellie Diamond. Um, and this was a... It was a safe yes for me. She looked good. She always looks really good. I truth. I just was like, it was giving me obviously the dripping with like diamonds, the stone. It was it was very that, but it was also like I think because it was a different concept. Like I think, I think because I saw the skirt and I saw that the winter vibes, the the yeti kind of inspired look. I was kind of taken away from it was kind of taken away from the jewels yeah the jewels were very sparse it was I put a soft yes as well because like the false advertisement like baby your name is Ellie Diamond and there was nary a diamond to be seen there was a lot of fringy fringe um on the boots on the skirt Mm -hmm. um the big hair was gorgeous. Her face, like, we're not even going to talk about her makeup because her makeup is guaranteed to always be on point. Um, the feather sleeves, it was a cute outfit, but we've seen Yeti and we've seen it before. And we've seen it, sadly, done better. And the theme was stones and there were not that many stones to be found. So it was cute, but, you know, Ahura looked more diamondish than Ellie diamond yeah i would agree i would agree um bimini is out next and again (laughs) i'm literally on a stretcher right now i'm currently talking (laughs) i'm literally recording this from king's college hospital right now like i'm 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 dis i am i am done bimini how many more ways can you destroy this competition how many more ways because this was exceptional this was gorgeous i've never ever 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 looked at acne like that and thought you know what 
that is what I want to see on the runway. But guess what? Your mind is exceptional. It's amazing. I've never thought that I'd ever see jeweled acne spots. Cyst. Cyst, really? Cyst! Oh, the canker sores, the bejeweled canker sores, the pustule realness. It was grotesque, but so gorgeous. I would not be surprised if I don't see this kind of influence this look on like some kind of runway in the future Ooh. i would not be surprised as in not not in drag race canon but i just mean in like in fashion yeah like i could see this in a fashion show okay well let's put a bookmark on that mm-hmm. we gonna see we gonna see um yeah even down to the shirley from eastenders hairstyle i love <laughs> i love an eastenders reference so i mean perfect um next week looks great by the way um, I knew <laughs> as soon as I saw it. I was cackling. It was just brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it was a yes then, yeah? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> it was it was a yes. It was a yes. Let the church say amen and let the Clarisel say yes, God. <laughs> it was amazing. Um <laughs> Up next is Lawrence Cheney. Oh, yeah. Um, in this pink grow your own crystal fantasy. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day when you, they used to advertise it on TV? It's like, you can grow your own crystal from water and sand. or like. Yeah, water. I'm pretty sure my brother had them. I had sea monkeys, which was like, grow your own animals from this weird powder. And they were absolutely disgusting. Um, but yeah, I think my brother got the nice shiny little diamonds. Air quotes, diamonds. <laughs> um, this was a, it was a yes for me, but it was a, it was a soft yes for me. Like she looked good. There was just something, it was like her own take on it, which was clever. But I don't know, there was something about it that I, I wasn't like as taken aback by in, t- in comparison to Bimini's like yeah. random take on on, <laughs> yeah. on the runaway yeah it was a nice twist I mean she was more of like a geode rather than like a straight up <laughs> precious gem <laughs> but geode's cute you know like the rough sort of elements the crystals the rose quartz they're having a moment Himalayan salt lamps come through um so yeah she looks she looked cute. It wasn't my favourite, but I didn't dislike it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm loving anything crystallised always gives a little shout out to Kennedy after the oh. night of cooking, <laughs> trading like the session. So he gutted me and uh, set me on fire, <laughs> but I had crystallised. Oh. Kennedy Davenport. Oh, icon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh, my gosh. Um, last out on the runway is Tace um, in this Mugler inspired look. Oh my god. I love She looks fantastic. You Amazing. are killing us. Literally killing us. Like actual flames. Like the corset was literal flames. It was fire. Yeah, I, I thought it was so gorgeous. I felt like. Because I was like, am I being a bit too harsh now on Ellie? Because 
taste doesn't have tons and she's not dripping dripping but she was really smart about the placements of where everything was yeah and it just it felt shinier and it felt more stoned i think it was a little bit more stoned still than yeah Ellie's. i think it was slightly yeah um but this was just gorgeous so i was like i've got nothing to complain about and also i've realized this is the first week where i've given a yes to everybody oh yeah same actually well, I've got two soft yeses, but it's still a yes. I mean, yeah. the girl did not come to play. Next week, I want I want all four, like, hell yeses. Like, I want, like, strong yeses. I want to scream until my vocal cords collapse. Actually, no, we need to record the podcast. I want to scream <laughs> until my neighbours call the police because they think something is horribly, horribly wrong. Sorry, not the neighbours. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you thinking the same thing that I'm thinking? That's a whole story for another day. But I can't. I'm literally (laughs) like that story. Maybe one day we can tell that story. (laughs) It's not even funny. It's so horrible. No, it actually isn't. It's really and truly quite horrific. But it's just part of our canon now. It is just history. Oh, my gosh. Horrible That was a moment in history, that was. Um, Let's go to (laughs) Untucked very quickly. Yes, please. Um, Ahura is literally, like... She's fuming. I'm terrified that someone, like, she between her and Lawrence, they're going to set everything on fire. Do you know what she was giving me? She was giving me, I think her name was Sophia. You know, the girl from Educating Yorkshire that was like, I'm sorry your grandma passed away. Yeah. Like, like, that is what. <laughs> she, she didn't take a breath. From the moment she but no one can tell me, no one can force me to be friends with you and I don't want to be friends with you. All right. <laughs> she didn't take a breath from the moment she opened her mouth. She was just like, <laughs> Going in, going in, going in, going in, going in. It was so funny. And I don't like to make light of people's, like, feelings and her pain because she was hurting. She was feeling the type of way, but it was so funny. (laughs) It was. I could not stop laughing. I was also, like, I was. I went from like laughing because she just didn't, didn't take a breath to them being like, "Oh my gosh, no! Someone's this is this is a lot. You lot are deep in your feelings." Lawrence is like, Lawrence is scary pissed. Like, yeah. so scary pissed. Um, and like, it's kind of t- it's difficult because like it is the game. Like, this is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's not RuPaul's Best Friend Race. Like, you know, shout out to Lashawn Beyond for that wisdom oh. back in the day but mm. no one seems to have taken that on board i'm sorry Lashawn. they should respect you as the philosopher that you are because not best friends race like sure we're all friendly and we're all gonna get along but it's a competition Lashawn beyond just giving us moments from day uh, oh, i just want to revisit so many other seasons we will get there <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there um yeah, this untucked is basically like how many, however many minutes of a horror and Lawrence being really angry, <laughs> taste kind of just being like it's drag race, Bimini being like it's just it's drag race, and Ellie just being like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know why they were so mad. They had so much vim and vigor. Like, they both did good. So I really don't, maybe it's the intention or the perceived intention behind it, but they're still mad, however many days later. Like, good yeah i think because it was up in the air with like who was who was definitely in the bottom it was basically like bimini has 
basically smashed this. Everyone else had no. True. So I get I, I get why they were a bit upset. And RuPaul also... just being the witch that she is to in our cupboard and just stirring that cauldron, being like, <laughs> um, so so who um who divvied up the roles? Like knowing that it was Ellie, because the producers are in her ear, like, be evil. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just like this fits in my French vanilla fantasy. Honestly, it really does. Bimini supremacy. Yes. Bimini. Are we eating good? Sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm not sorry. Why are you sorry? I'm not. I'm not. Um, Lawrence is safe. I I kind of saw that that coming a little bit. I I was like, okay, we could see you in the bottom as well. But I mean, you were safe. Fair enough. Ellie was safe and i was as gagged as ellie was face crack of the century because i i thought that we were gonna see i thought it could have been they knew they had like 10 minutes to fill so they were like okay rupaul you're gonna stir up some feelings and some thoughts so um go (laughs) yeah like literally rupaul literally said the person who wins this mini challenge gets to choose the order <laughs> so when it comes to the runway why were you asking oh ellie did you put the order shady Look, boots stop with the mess <laughs> um back on the runway um the universe is correct and always right because bimini bombu lash has won another challenge three repeater badges excellent ellie and ahura or ellie and tate yeah agreed and- i thought it would have been tate's yeah, it was a slippery slope for me because I thought like taste. I thought tasted like really well mm. this week. Um, she rose to the occasion, but obviously she wasn't like a standout. It was a really t- difficult week, I think, from their comedy because I think other than Bimini, everyone was pretty much kind of shaky. On yeah, everyone was a bit shaky, um, and so I was I was a little bit gagged, um, and then I was like, hold on, the medium that I am, the psychic that I am, that. <laughs> I said, I said in our second episode of our podcast, I said, oh, Ahura and Tace are besties. We're definitely seeing them lip sync at some point. You do actually. Honestly, That's I was like, so okay. Christian. It's a future I can see. <laughs> All alone in the hallways as always. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, you did very much say that. And... The moment has finally arrived and it's disgusting. Like, it's so upsetting for me and my homegirls. I'm devoted. I was so, so, so terrified because I was like, neither of these queens deserve to go. And it's like lip syncing. And I was like, I'm so, I love seeing seeing taste in this competition. And I feel like Ahura has worked her ass off and she deserves to be in that top four. So I was just like, I don't want anyone to go. So how's this going to work? And then they started lip syncing and Ahura's doing that. She's giving it. But there's something about Tace's lip syncing. It's just so like, I feel it in my bones. My bones were rattling as she was, as she was performing. It was insane. Um, Those camera people, they normally kind of give it away. Like, who's going to be the winner because they'll just linger for slightly longer on someone or they'll pan to the judges when someone's done something gaggy 
But there was like, I did not time it, obviously, because I've got things to do in it. But there was like equals people's viewing time, like screen time. And I was shaken. I was like, I literally can't call this down to the last note of this lip sync. I could not call it. It was like neck on neck slay. I, re- I see. I was like, I-, I was nervous in the beginning. And then like after 20 seconds, I was like, oh my gosh, Taste is eating her. Oh, like okay. for me. Yeah, I was like, Taste is literally like, there's something about the way that she lip syncs. Like, I can, I don't know if it was just from me, but I was like, I can feel, I can feel it. But I was like, she's eating Ahura up. Um, and it's sad to say, she did indeed eat her up. I thought we were going to get a double chunk. I thought maybe this would be the week, but mm? I said, I said, surely not. But I mean, we love a robbed queen, and Johora fits the bill this season as the robbed queen. She can come back on all stars and have something to smash true say did you see her tweet today or maybe it's yeah today i think being like oh i've just had a zoom with a show that i've always wanted to be on and blah 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 it was just like very and everyone was like all stars international all stars so watch this space oh oh why come up on no i'm, oh. not. I'm... <laughs> I dare you. Uh, why'd you go? Fuck me in the ass sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm black by injection. Oh. <laughs> to any family members that's listening right now, that is a really dirty reference. To, yeah. <laughs> to drag yeah, race. Yeah, what he said. That's not that's not <laughs> me being anyway, I don't care. You lot aren't listening. Um Shout <laughs> <laughs> out Marley. Um uh, suddenly Ahura Sashay is away I really thought she was going to stay I really thought she was going to be in top 4 but I mean we'll see you definitely front all stars because you gave us a journey girl like a journey gorgeous gorgeous uh, gorgeous in a world of hoes next... be Ahura you know poetry in motion that beautiful blonde bitch <laughs> <laughs> um and that's it. We've got our top four. Lawrence Cheney, Bimini Bamboo Lash, Tace, and Ellie Diamond. Who'd have thunk? Honestly. Next week is an acting challenge. So, uh, basically, we're having a top three this year. Oh, Great. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because there's obviously still one more episode. Yeah. Um, top three, and it's an acting challenge interesting vibes EastEnders um, though <laughs> I am so excited that it's an EastEnders themed challenge I am so I saw Bimini Bamboo Lash as Cat Slater and I was like I am ready my body is ready <laughs> give it to me now thank you all you have to do is go into a nice tasteful little coma for the next six days and wake up fresh as a daisy on the Thursday, ready for base <laughs> and the puppet challenge as well. Fun. Oh, yeah, I did. I, I peeped that. I was like, oh, yes. OK, come on, Nick. This is it. This is, I mean, sad because we're getting to the end there, but also amazing. Did they save the best till last? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But all I know is that Natalie Cassidy is there next week. So I'm ready. <sighs> Natalie Cassidy <laughs> and I did hear just a wish now just some drag rush. it's gonna be absolutely buck wild can a wait oh my god but I think you know I think that concludes our episode this week yeah 
Crunchy drag. Crunchy drag. Um, <laughs> seeing as you're like the social media king of life, do you want to tell the people <laughs> what they need to do? Yes, I can tell the people down there. Um, if you haven't, for whatever crunchy reason, <laughs> followed us on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, we're on there too right now. Um, please do follow us, subscribe to us at Crunchy Drag, um, leave a review, leave a comment. We want to hear from you. DM us, slide into them, them DMs. They're looking a little <laughs> dry. <laughs> um <laughs> So come on, slide into our DMs, conversate We're with ready. us, conversate, converse. Um, she's <laughs> um, and yeah, that's pretty much come it. Come back and kiki with us, crunchy ass bitches, on the penultimate episode next week. And until then, my beloveds and my army, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not a joke, it's a fact. (laughs)